Okay, welcome David to No Excuses, Real Inspiration with Scott Marshall. So, first of all, thank you for coming on the show. It's a real pleasure for you giving up your own time. So, David, just for the viewers, just give a wee brief intro of who you are and what you're currently doing. Hi, Scott. Well, thanks for having me on. It means a lot. Um, I'm David, um, bipolar. Um, I've had it for almost 20 years. In the next couple of weeks will be the 20-year anniversary of it. Uh, I'm just working in accounts at the moment and just trying to stay well, really. Nah, good. So we're going to go way back to the very beginning. So if we go back to your school years, how was that? Uh, regarding sporting activities? Yeah, the, the school rules are really good. Um, enjoyed going to school. Uh, obviously, I enjoyed going to PE. That was the, the main thing for me. Um, up to the age of about 16, everything was going all right. Enjoying life, good friends and stuff. Yeah. And then, obviously, you mentioned there, you hit the age of 16 and then challenges came. Yes. Um, so, age of 16, I had a girlfriend. Um, it was one of the kind of like puppy love, kind of like your first love sort of thing. <laughs> and she ended up seeing a guy that was like a year above me. He was like the captain of the football team and stuff like that. So, I took that pretty bad. Um, I think one night I stayed up all night just um, like doing weights and stuff, trying to make myself bigger, like trying to get myself macho looking, what I thought I should have looked like. Yeah. And then just everything started spiraling out of control from there. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously, how did how did you get diagnosed? How, how did that become about? So I got diagnosed with a manic depression, which is a bipolar, obviously named differently now. Yeah. Um, because I was so manic at the time, it was easy for them to diagnose, this, uh, diagnose the problem straight away. Yeah. The telltale signs of bipolar at the time. Yeah, no, that's okay, David. And then, so how, you know, way back then, how, how did you manage um, day-to-day activities um, after you were diagnosed? Uh, so for the first month of being in hospital, um, after I got out, um, I just tried to forget it, basically. Just try to put the whole situation to the back of my head. Um, I just try to move on and just get back to doing schoolwork again. No, good. And then, you know, for yourself, you mentioned uh, there that you were, you know, one night you were doing weights. Okay. So would you see exercise as a real release for you, David? Uh, more, most recently it has been, but back then it wasn't really in my thoughts. It was just... Um, I thought the idea of lifting weights would make me look better, which is, it's not, it's not going to make me a better person, is it? No, but it does help. It does help. Um, so you mentioned recently, so how recent have you become involved more fitness activities? Um, during, during lockdown and stuff like that, I started to go out running. Yeah. Um, obviously, that, that the wee time frame you had at the start to get some exercise, I just uh, took it upon myself to start running. No, good. And I just just kept doing it. Yeah. And then when you were when you were going at your, your runs, do you do you listen to music or do you just the sound of uh, traffic? Does that get you going? 
yeah, mostly listen to music, but then sometimes my mind just takes me away in different directions anyway. So yeah, mostly doing my runs late at night. So get kids to bed, and then that's me. Ah, oh, good. And then your runs. How long do you run for normally? Um, at the time I was doing maybe ten k's, some twenty k's, and then most recently it's just been five k's. Okay. Just to keep myself ticking over. Yeah. What, what do you prefer? Do you prefer the longer runs or uh, shorter distance? Uh, it just depends for how much time I've got on my hands. Yeah, I like the ten k's. That's probably probably a good one for me. Yeah, and then you meant obviously you said there music. So what's what type of music keeps keeps you pushing through? Yeah, I've got just like a mixed bag of things. Um, I don't have a certain genre of music that I'm into. Just okay. anything that's decent, really. Just anything about beat and up, you know, you know. Can I- Fantastic. And say you were out half, say you were doing a 10k, right? So picture this, and then you're you're halfway in, you're 5k in, and your playlist mucks up, and it puts the worst type of music that wants you to stop running at all. What would that be? Um, What sort of music would it be? Yeah. Uh, I think I've got some of my kids saying like trolls music that they're listening to. So. <laughs> I was nah. just shoved the headphones in the pocket at that point. Nah, fantastic. And obviously you touched on the pandemic, but for yourself, David, you know, you, you mentioned running, you know, mm-hmm. you've you done runs through the pandemic, but for yourself, how did you cope personally through it? Um, I struggled, to be honest. Um, being locked up uh, kind of hits the same. Well, going back to my childhood, being sectioned uh, five times, roughly the same sort of idea when you, you're you not forced to stay in, but you're told to stay in. Yeah. And it's the same sort of borders that you would have, the same confined spaces and yeah, uh, at the same sort of nerve, to be honest. No, but it's good that you found running during lockdown because obviously yeah. that was your where you would go, you would de-stress, and that's your exactly. escape holiday. And, yeah. you know, you mentioned that you don't listen, you know, you don't listen to music all the time, mm-hmm. but, you know, have going out, getting a bit of fresh air, it makes a difference. It does indeed, yeah. And, you know, for yourself on your own opinion, David, obviously, what does mental health mean for you? For me, it's just about having a good routine, um, being being constant with your routines and just having good lifestyles and stuff like that. I think that was probably the main thing for me. No, totally. And, you know, obviously we talk about activities and exercise, right? Mm-hmm. But what about nutrition? How do you handle that, obviously, with your running? Yeah, um, my nutrition's been decent. Uh, it could be better. Uh, I always have the, the odd takeaway every week. To yeah. You're allowed that. You're allowed that. So you're allowed a cheat day. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's usually Friday, so that's today. Ah, good. So what's, so what's on the cards tonight? Uh, uh, chicken tikka kebab. It's usually the, the go-to for the takeaways. Ah, good. Um Okay, and if I put it in another context, yeah, what would your what would your go to be if you know after after a run, 
would it be a, a drink or a snack? Um, nutritional wise, do you have? Like, um, I think mostly because uh, I run kind of late at night, maybe eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock. It's always after dinner, so it'd probably just be like a, a shake or something after. Yeah, no, totally. And then for yourself, you know, you mentioned it there. Actually, <laughs> you know, um, if we call it a bad habit, you know, um, you know, having a takeaway, but we're allowed things like this, and you know, we'll diet. Um, because we need it, you know, because for myself, when people say about nutritional plans, I, basically when I do uh, PT with clients, I'll tell them that I'm giving them guidance based on government guidelines. So I'm not, I'm not a dietitian. I'm not going to give them day by day, you have to drink, drink and eat this at a certain point because we need to factor in, like you said, yeah, your lifestyle. Your, your work pattern, if you have got family engagements. And yes, you are allowed a, a, a cheat day, you know, per week. But for yourself, David, do you have any other bad habits you would say? Uh, I've got a sweet tooth, so it's definitely chocolate's one for me. <laughs> okay. Overindulge, yeah. Yeah, overindulge. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because you have kids now? Um, I, th- I think the bad habits probably started when I was younger. Um, when I was in, uh, so when I would come out of hospital, I would have like periods when I'd be not depressed, but on, along those lines, when I would just kind of uh, to get out of the house, we'd just go to the local shop, yeah, and buy chocolate, come home, eat it, feel rubbish about it, and it would just make me feel worse. And then I'll go, yeah, but now. Yeah, but now you're in a place where, you know, you go a run to get yeah. out of the house rather than yeah. walking to the shop and getting chopped. Exactly. So yeah, that's, that's a good example there. So yeah. for yourself, um, within health and fitness, what's your pet hates? What's the things that you hate to see? Um, if I relate it to like football training, um, yeah. I like to see guys giving their all. Uh, not leaving anything on the table. Guys that don't work hard enough, I don't like that. Yeah. And do you do you still take part in football training? Yeah, um, I've, I've still, still played for a Livings team. Uh, the right. age of 36, so... Okay. Um, every every Sunday. Um, where's your home park? Uh, home park's at uh, Scottsdale Stadium. All oh, right, okay. Yes. So you, you're actually over where I work. Yeah, yeah. A small world. Um, cool. So let's talk about that then. So yeah. um, your football. So I'm guessing you're training twice a week. Uh, because it's a, a Sunday league, we try to uh, train once a week, but that's sometimes doesn't happen with the boys. Um, a lot of guys got work commitments and yeah things like that. So it's, it's not really they don't really train as much as we should. To be honest. Yeah. Okay. What position do you play, David? At the moment, left back, but um, I started as a striker when I was younger. Right. Midfield, and it's just kind of little back. I'll be goalkeeper next year. <laughs> ah, good. And, uh, you know, how long have you been with that team? Um, since 2017, I think. 16, 17. That's good. So, yeah, so it's just uh, one of my mates used to play for them, and 
one of my other mates just become the manager as well. So right. good. good, good bunch of boys. And it's, how are you, how are you getting on in the league? Um, we're third at the moment. Ah, good. Yeah, I think a couple of uh, the teams below is a couple of games in hand, but hopefully we beat them and stay for the results. Ah, good. I'll definitely look out for your matches at Scottsdale now. Yeah, I will do. Um, so, if I could ask you, David, if you don't yeah. mind, how old are you? 56, 37 in July. Right, okay. And if I put it in another context, how old do you feel? 21. <laughs> 21? Uh, well, uh, in my 20s, I'd say. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel in my 30s. No, definitely. Totally get that. And, you know, we'll put it... You know, you love running and you've got football training. What's out of that week? What's your favourite exercise? I just love playing football. Just uh, if you put a ball in front of me, it'll, I'll play forever. Aye, good. Even Aye, at good. the back door with the kids and stuff, I'd just that yeah, balls good. on the floor. What I enjoy. So, and imagine you turned up at training and the coach has set out the worst type of exercise that makes you want to go up the road what would that be yeah. um, I can't say I've experienced that because I would just always want to get stuck in and enjoy yeah. it ah, but, um, um, okay if I put it in a gym context yeah what would your worst bodyweight exercise be uh, worst 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 um, I like leg extensions but I think I'm the opposite to most people Right, okay. So the worst would probably be uh, just lifting heavy weights, I think that's probably... Lifting heavy weights, yeah, yeah, going back to, you know, and your teenage years. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then so far, David, on your yeah. your journey, what's your best memory so far? Um, writing my book um, about bipolar is probably, it's probably up there. Yeah, on a, on a personal sort of, obviously getting married, having kids, but on a purely uh, achievable thing. Yeah, and so let's let's talk about your book. So, well, how did it come about that you know, obviously it was a personal ambition ambition to yeah. write a book. Um, yeah. When did the process start? So um, through Bipolar Scotland, they put on a. I know about uh, interviewing for uh, Manchester University. So I did that interview and it got me talking to people that I wouldn't normally talk to. Yeah. And open, open up deeper with people. So from then, I started writing my book and it took two years to complete. Wow. Uh, I managed to get all my doctor's notes from the five hospital missions and uh, try to sort of piece it all together in a sort of time frame. Yeah. And, uh, and also when I would like look through the years and look at the music that was playing that year. And sometimes when I listen to music, it, it kind of shoots off a wee sort of memory of right, things okay. that happened. So I used that to try and kind of piece it together and put it all down on paper. Ah, good. And if people want to find your book, David, where can they do that? Yeah, so uh, during lockdown, I created a website. Um, I also recorded the book um, myself, and it's got my mum and dad and sister giving their points of view as well. Right. So it's not all me talking, but should be glad that. Ah, good. Glad. What's the name of your website, David? It's called Let's Get Great Again, 
Um, the books, I've actually got the book in front of me. Uh, that's the book there. Fantastic. Mind over what's the matter, yeah. Um, so it's just, a, it's just something I always, I always wanted to do. I always wanted to help other people and show the journey some people are going through. No, totally. no, fantastic, David. Um, that, that's awesome about your book. So, you know, in the future, would you consider writing a second book, possibly? Yeah, I've got it in my mind to write a book that I keep, what I think might happen in the future in regards to mental health and how I might, um, I'm not going to say deteriorate, but I think it's with taking med- medication, like dementia is one of the big things that yeah. might happen in later life. So I don't know, I'm just trying to sort of piece something else together and nah, get all my thoughts there. And obviously your, your book's on your website, so... Can you get it on Amazon as well? It's on Amazon, but I put it uh, down at the lowest price possible. So if somebody wanted a hard copy, it's really cheap to get. Okay, mate. It's okay. Also, it's also, the website's got a sort of digital form link, so you can get it there and just look at it through that. Ah, fantastic. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely um, I'll be checking that out. Yes. And, you know, obviously you've had a difficult journey, but if you could pinpoint one you know, one compliment that somebody's gave you over your full journey, what would that be? You know, your best compliment? Um, uh, probably one of the nurses, um, my last time in hospital, um, it was, I went in voluntary uh, to one uh, to Dyke Bar initially, then I got moved to the REH. So I was born there and um, it just felt a lot easier. I felt as if some sort of stigma had been lifted. And in there, there was a nurse who said, um, just, just give me loads of confidence, saying, you shouldn't really be in here. Um, I think you can, you can work from home during this, this period and you'll be well enough to manage at home. And that just kind of really hit me hard and really sort of believed. Yeah. Somebody believed in me that I'm going to change my life, basically. Ah, fantastic, David. And... You know, for yourself, um, through your, obviously that nurse, she, her comment helped you out a long way. Um, but was a, a inspirational, a, a role model um, in your life at all that's been there for you? Well, uh, my mum and dad have been really good. My mum, during the hospital times, my mum was up uh, twice a day. So she would drive, like, say, my house back then, Kilbarkin, to... Uh, either Paisley or um, Garden Eagle. So yeah. that was like the road done. She done that twice every day. And my dad was there. He was there, he was there maybe once a day, but due to work commitments, he wasn't there as much as my mum. But no, fantastic. Just incredible. Good, good to have people there, isn't it? You know, just to, yeah. you know, and it's good to open up and just talk about the things that they're feeling. Yeah. Well, obviously, that was a one of my troubles when I was younger, I couldn't really open up. I felt it was a, it was like a weakness to open up to people. Yeah. Which is a bad thing to realise, which is total rubbish now, but... Yeah. And obviously, you mentioned that, you know, you're, you're playing football and yep. you're, you're fitting in your runs when you can. Have you gave a current fitness goal that you'd like to achieve in 2022? 
Well, in uh, two weeks' time, I'm doing a charity run for uh, Bipolar Scotland. So it'll be the 20 year anniversary of being diagnosed with bipolar. I'm going to do uh, a 20k run followed by 20k walk and then a 20k cycle. Nice. That's, that's, that's the short term goal, anyway. That's only short term. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's in the next two weeks. <laughs> that's the next two weeks. And do you, you know, you know, I, I tend to pick something every year. I, I, I go and pick something new every day, every year that I have to do. Um, yeah. Just because, you know, we're, we're not here for a long time um, and it's good to have that on your bucket list. Yeah. So do you like to do some something particular for, say, six weeks and then change it up again? Uh, I do like to switch things up, but um, there's nothing really that would change at the moment. I like doing the runs and... Something it does become uh, obviously if you're doing the same route all the time, it becomes boring. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm trying to switch that up and go different places. Ah, good. And then for yourself, David, so how do you motivate yourself on a bad day? Um, I think motivation comes from like, see if I was to if I was struggling to go out and run or something, see if I even just pull my. Like my, put my running gear on. It just yeah. gives me that extra oomph just to like, get out that door and get going. Nah, fantastic. Even the simplest thing is just getting changed. I think that's oh, without a doubt, because you know you could you could look at the weather um, and you could think, oh Jesus, I'm not going out there, you know, yeah. right? But then you know you get your headphones out, you know, you get your trainers. And you change, as soon as you change your clothes, that changes your mindset a little, yeah. for me anyway. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm one of the weird ones that, that likes running the rain and stuff, and likes going out in the, the cold and stuff, so... Yeah. I don't have a problem that way. Nah. And then, I'm going to give you quick-fire questions. Yeah. Um, so, I think I know the answer to the, the very first one already, but I'm going to give you it anyway. So, what do you prefer, cardio or weights? Cardio, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you a fan of CrossFit? Yes or no? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Burpees, yes or no? Yeah, burpee fan, yeah. Burpee fan, fantastic. Uh, yeah, I used to do, I, on you go. Uh, I used to have a sort of boxing exercise, uh, boxing class, so really enjoyed doing them. Okay. And I think out of, I don't know, over 50 people who have interviewed, you may be only like four or five who have said yes to burpees. So yeah. that's pretty good. <laughs> I said no to burpees on my own uh, experience. <laughs> what? And then for yourself, what do you prefer, running or football? Uh, football. Football, okay. Yeah. Good man. And then if we can say, you know, with your, with your book and your running, where would you like to see yourself in the next year to five years? Um, with my website, I'm looking to expand it a bit more. Um, I've got a sort of thing called the recovery techniques. So I'm looking to try and gain more uh, feedback from other people and try and put their experience in. So yeah. everyone's got a sort of variation to try and like, take tips from. Ah, fantastic. And have you got any advice for anyone with bipolar or people who don't know the they have bipolar who haven't been diagnosed? 
Um, what I found was uh, I didn't really know anything about it when I first started, so researching it was quite a good thing. Uh, trying to take accountability, which I didn't uh, for a long time. And uh, obviously reaching out and talking to other people is kind of main thing as well. Yeah. Uh, awesome, David. It's been great to have you on my show. So have you got any questions for me? Um, you were saying about your yearly goals in swimming, isn't it, for, for this year? Well, I've actually I've got two, well, maybe three now. <laughs> yeah. um, because obviously last year, um, I started my podcast in October, um, so that was a late uh, challenge to get going. Um, but in May, um, I sh- possibly, it's in the pipeline for another charity boxing event, um, yes. taking part in that. And in September, open water swim. However, um, talking to a couple of people on my podcast of late, um, and you know yourself as well mm. everybody who I've most recently been speaking to has written a book so oh, okay. actually um, I want to talk I'm planning on writing my own book uh, nice one. it may you know it may, may take a couple of years but I'm going to start it anyway and I'm going to talk about all my different experiences um, the things I've tried and the things I've you know I've liked I've disliked you know because I've tried numerous amount of things from football referee to stand-up comedy. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, I'm going to put, you know, my my own experience on that, you know, the positives and the negatives that I had from my yeah. own experience. So that's, nice one. that's in the pipeline. Sounds good, really good. Um, any other questions? Uh, I don't have any. Um... But no, I, I want to say uh, thank you again, David, for, for coming on. But if people wanted to get you on social media, can they do that? They can do. Um, it's uh, on Twitter. Um, let's get great again. Um, L-A-T-S-G-R, then eight, instead of obviously the proper spelling. Yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll put it in the link. I'll put it in the link. <laughs> <laughs> so but uh, it's been great, David. Thank you. Thanks very much. Cheers.